0: Love, Talk, Radio.
1: Fantastic morning, everyone. How are you doing today? Hope you're having a beautiful Wednesday morning. Uh, welcome to the Liberating Inner Beauty Revolution Show, a platform where we get together and share valuable information, wisdoms, and great tips so we can all break free from all those vicious cycles and discover and welcome our higher self. I am Lucía Gabriela, you love energy healer, spirituality mentor, and empowerment coach, and I welcome you to experience some deep to your liberation and transformation. Our uh, Liberating Inner Beauty Revolution is celebrating our first year anniversary. And in the past year, we have been so honored and excited to have met amazing mentors and speakers, healers, coaches, artists, and revolutionaries who are changing people's lives with their empowerment, inspiration, motivation, and work. All in the spring, I was asked to be part of this amazing project called In Pursuit of the Divine, Written Story to Empower Woman's Soul, that is going to be released June 6th through Amazon. In this book, 30 inspired, motivated, and magnificent divine goddesses have come together to tell the transformational story that she and John like, but also they share with us how they were able to navigate through their struggles to find their inner divine goddess that allows them to step up into their own game, but also help and lead others through their transformation. For the next season, I will be interviewing every single one of of the co-authors and learn more about the fascinating story and ask questions and see what kind of tools we can seek from them to be able to transform our lives. Today, I'm very honored to welcome Christelle Alcucci, and she uh, has wrote the, the chapter Women and the Healer Transformed by Fire. So uh, welcome, Christelle. How are you doing today?
2: I'm great. Thank you so much for having me here today.
1: Oh, uh, it's such an honor and such a pleasure. And, um, yes, I'll, I want to, uh, for you to introduce yourself to all of the, the listeners. Uh, please tell us who you are, what you do, and, um, and then you can jump into talking more about this interesting topic, Women and Heal Transformed by Fire. I like that. So please introduce yourself.
2: Hi. Well, as you said, my name is Christelle Arcucci, And I have been a healing arts practitioner for over 24 years. I got into the healing arts because of my own challenges in growing up and living in a challenging family and having a lot of health challenges um, myself and being on medication and being in the hospital regularly and always going to the doctor. And as a very young girl, I got interested in healing and spirituality. And at the same time, I was a little entrepreneur. I was always looking for ways to generate some extra money. And so when I was 17, I started my first grown-up business. And at the time, I was designing healing gemstone jewelry and then I went into energy healing and massage therapy and became a yoga therapist and a variety of other certifications and modalities, um, and essentially started my own my own successful business. I was traveling and um, selling jewelry and doing healing sessions at festivals. and I was having a great life. And health was obviously recovering, um, which was very exciting. And I was a very sensitive uh, and intuitive girl, and I grew up in an environment that I didn't feel supported in that. It was like my parents didn't understand how to relate to me. Uh, The community that I grew up in, there just wasn't that support for me in being very intuitive and being a healer and being spiritual in the way that I was. So I felt very isolated, and, you know, as a child would have, like, past life, visions uh, that were really strong, and of course, I didn't really know what was happening because I was so young, Um, and so it wasn't until, you know, into my late teens and early 20s that I started learning about past lives and really understanding um, my own gifts as a healer and as an intuitive, and this is a lot of what I brought into my story. Uh, or my, my chapter called "Woman and Healer Transformed by by Fire," and often as a child, I would have these moments where I would feel like I was being burned, um, but it wasn't it wasn't present time real, um, but it would feel like I was being burned from the inside out, and it didn't make any sense to me. Of course, um, there wasn't anyone to help me understand. Um, and my uh, my parents separated when I was very young, and then uh, my mother remarried when I was probably eleven or twelve. And um, I didn't get along well with her husband, we'll put it that way. And and I went to her and expressed what was happening, and she didn't respond in a way that could manage what was happening. So I went to my father and told him, and he asked me, you know, he said, you can move in with me, um, and so I did. And when I left her home, um, it was, again, this feeling of being being burned. and And it was a very deep challenge in my life. And at the time, I was 13, and so the primary woman... Role model and caregiver in my life basically threw me out of her family, which was uh deeply distressing for me and um And at the same time it at the I started practicing yoga and meditation at that time, and luckily, my father was an incredible support and became one of my greatest supporters and biggest fans on my personal journey of healing and then really discovering who I am. And, and as I became a healer myself in my late teens, it was like there was this part of me that was afraid of being visible, of being, of like putting myself out there as an artist and as a healer. And, and then it started becoming clear to me that it was like, I was afraid of being burned at the stake. And so there were these past lives of being a woman in power and of being killed for it. And so that was, that's really the core of of my personal journey and and I've been a professional healer since I was 17 and so there was a level of healing that I had had that I was willing to be visible and put myself out there and run a successful business um, and yet there was this part of me that, that knew there was something more for me. Um, that there was a level of visibility that I needed to step into. And I felt really called to support other healers and artists and educators in running successful businesses because I saw this very common story of the struggling artist or the starving healer. And uh, and there was this part of me that was like I was always really good with business, which I found out was very unusual in that community. And so um, a few, about 10 years ago, I started stepping into that role. And yet there was like this other level of healing that I needed to have to be supporting, uh, to support other healers. And that was a really deep process and, and took my own healing and willingness to show up for other women and to support them in stepping into their power, that was just so incredible. And um, and that's where the really deep transformation of the story of my chapter, um, you know, is, is kind of the more
3: recent time.
2: <laughs> it was a lot to fit into one chapter with like these past life visions, you know, my young life as well, you know, my own journey of becoming a successful and spiritual businesswoman um, and now in supporting other women in having that as well, in being able to do what they love and to make a living and to heal the part of, of us, which I think all of us have, no matter how successful and visible we are. There's this part of us that uh, can be afraid of being a woman and being powerful and finding what that means for us. Because for so many years for women to be in power was they had to play they had to pretend like they were a man and they had to do it the way that men would to be in power. And you know, one of the super exciting things about working on this project is seeing how feminine leadership from all of the women who wrote chapters in this book, how feminine leadership is expressed so differently through each one of us, and that our own stories and our own passions and talents and gifts and life experience come together to create prosperity for us—not only financial prosperity, but also in our communities, in our love relationships, with our house. It's been such an incredible journey
1: yeah i love the, um i love the whole fire um you know you always felt like you were burned uh inside like uh and you made the connection that it was uh, uh that you had that, that the connection from the past of being that uh, you know being one of a power and unfortunately back in ancient times um when uh Occurred, though, was coming into society, right? The male energy was arising and the woman, you know, the female energy and the whole planet was, like, actually decreasing. Um, it was amazing. It's amazing to see, like, when you go back to your past life, right, you're like, you know, the, the sadness of seeing the beautiful energy of female energy was being pushed you know, pushed down, killed, burned on
0: fire. Um,
1: one of the questions I always get is... Um, for anybody that um, is still very new in our concepts of uh, vocabulary, a language of empowerment, when we say a step into their power, how would you describe that to somebody? Like some people, they don't know what is a step into their power. Uh, what does that mean? How does that look like? What does that sound? How does that sound? How does that taste? How does that taste to be in your power?
2: That's such a great question and for me one of the key ways that I support women is first to get connected to our bodies because I find so many women are are really disconnected from their bodies and like yes they're they're technically in it but there's a way in which they don't feel comfortable in their own skin. And so for me, one of the very first stages in working with women is first working with them to learn to breathe more fully. And by breathing, we begin integrating the heart energy, which is connected to very closely to the lungs. And so by breathing more fully and deeply, it helps us to really land in our body. And then to become aware of sensations in our body, you know, what it feels like to touch our own skin, and to feel it rather than think about it. I find so many women, and I'm sure that you work with this a lot, um, have this very unhappy relationship with their body. There's so many judgments about, you know, I'm too tall, I'm too fat, I'm not... Blonde. I'm not this. I'm too that. You know all these things. I'm too fat. Uh, my legs are too big. My boobs are too big. My boobs are too small. You know, it's like it always seems with um, that. Just that embracing our bodies and feeling our bodies, no matter what their shape and size are, that we really uh, begin to to be embodied and to learn to love our bodies and to feel what it feels like to have our feet on the floor and our hips on the chair and to feel our bellies without judgment. I find that women's connection to their belly is so unhappy and unhealthy most often. It's like they touch their belly and they immediately have these negative thoughts. and um, And so... Being in our power is first being able to be comfortable in our own skin, which for many women is a journey. It's not like right in this moment, we're going to be able to shift a lifetime of struggles, feeling comfortable in our skin. Um, But that's the place to really start is to begin to feel our body to begin to have a relationship with our body, which is beyond just our thoughts about our bodies. Because, of course, the truth is um, none of us will get out alive a out of this life. And so depending upon how long we live, our bodies are going to shift and they're going to age. And as we leave our bodies, you know, generally they're, um, they're going to break down. And and so being okay with that, that process of uh, being in our bodies and not expecting them to be flawless, part of our experience in being human is that, you know, we're in these bodies that get sick, that age, that, you know, don't fit these perfect images that media and television tell us, especially as women, that we should live up to, you know, all the photoshopping and ads it's like beginning to love ourselves in our humanness and with our uh, wrinkles and with our, the size of our hips and with the shape of our breasts and really learning to, to love ourselves. And as we love ourselves, that's where we begin to, to be in our power because we begin recognizing that what you have to offer, what I have to offer, will never be offered by anyone else the message that i have to share with the world there will never be anyone else exactly like me that has experienced what i've experienced that has been trained in the things that i've been trained in that's come into this body with the talents that i have and as i land in my body and see that what i have to offer the world is totally unique you know it gives me this sense of strength and courage to to share who I am with the world, because it really is a gift. And and again, like I said, for many women, that's a process of healing and a willingness to um, embrace all of our, what seem to be imperfections, but just to embrace our humanity and to embrace our bodies and to open our hearts and to engage our minds in a way that's in service to the greater good.
1: Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Um, I love the fact that you said, the um, women, uh, we are so caught up with the whole physical period um, or oh, Photoshop, everything. <laughs> so, you know, I have time yeah. to look perfect. Like, I, like, um, I personally, like, when I do my photo shoot, like, I was, like, but I, was, I did a test, you know. Like, we all have to do a test. And I embraced my, you know, I have... My wrinkles from my, my my lips, they always have, like, like lasting wrinkles, you know, when you laugh a lot.
3: Laugh. <laughs> so
1: I've yeah. attached to myself, you know, because you always get perceptive, like, oh, you know, how pretty I look, or how, you know, how I want to look better, I want to do that. And sometimes we forget about raising ourselves, so I was doing a test and experimenting. and taking all the, you know, all the lines away, and it's truly true. Like, I, you know, I, I didn't, first I didn't recognize myself without my, my, my slapping wrinkles, I call them. Yeah, you don't notice them that much, but I there. Yeah. And I said to myself, you know, I was t- talking to my 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 friend. And I said, look at it, look at different. That's not me at all. So when we were putting all the for the campaigns and all the things for liberating and the beauty, I said I'm putting myself out there. You know, with the regular simple makeup, I always wear like with my wrinkles or my my smiling wrinkles all over because that's who I truly am. Because it is so fake, like not to be your true self, even in a picture. I mean, um, like I said, it is. It's like we have to embrace ourselves and, and really appreciate every single line that we have in our on the skin, like every single dot, every single scar. Um, I'm kind of like my mom used to say to me, "Oh my God, you look like a boy. You're getting scars all over. When you grow up, you know, you're going to be a girl." And I... I grew up like very self conscious too with my body. I'm like, oh my god, I have so many scars and I'm, I'm not pretty. I'm not gonna look good. I'm like, oh my god, nobody's gonna love me because of that. But when uh, a few years ago, like maybe a couple, maybe ten years ago, when I started looking at my scars and everybody's like looking at me, like, oh my god, you have so many scars. And I'm like, well, I was a tomboy. <laughs> You're like, you like, they have to be so proud of like who you are. It's like, well, if I get dirty. I get dirty on the ground. You know, like I mean, like if I get scars, I get scars. So embracing every single one of those acts of ourselves is a beautiful thing to do.
2: Yes, and, and for me the metaphor of the fire is not only, um, you know, the metaphor of feeling that fear of being in our power and being burned. One of the really interesting things to me is um, if you're familiar with the chakras in the physical body, they're energy centers that run from the base of the spine in front of the tailbone and run all the way up the spine to the crown of the head. And the the center of our individual power in our body, it's the element is fire. And so for me, it's like that fear of being burned is also like, when we really step into our power, it is such a transformational experience. So even though in this lifetime it is very unlikely that I'm going to be burned at the stake because of where we are in modern times that it's a very different time in the world that women can be in their power in, in many places, there is this element of being willing to, you know, activate that fire of transformation within ourselves to be willing to face what it feels like to be in our power and to be visible. And, of course, when we are visible and we put ourselves out there, like you said, you know, often when we are visible, um, you know, people can criticize us or say, you know, I had somebody tell me recently, you know, that one of the photos that I used for a free call training series that I did, you know, they were like, oh, it doesn't look like you, it's too glamorous, and, you know, they kind of, uh, it was someone close to me, you know, said some things that felt really negative to me. And um, and at the same time, it was, you know, five years ago, it would have affected me very differently. But there's this way of, you know, when we get comfortable being visible and being in the spotlight and being in our power, it's like there's this sense of um, that things don't affect us in the same way that they used to. Um that it's like yes, somebody's criticism yes. is it doesn't have to destroy it. You know, it can just be like, okay, that's their perspective and not everyone is going to like everything I put out into the world and that's okay.
1: Yeah, like we agree to the degree and the beauty of it is that we we'll still be ourselves, right? <laughs> yes, exactly.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: And um yeah, I'm like, I've been having this, um, this idea, you know, going, uh, going more raw with myself and, you know, what I am and what embody and who, um, what I totally embody. Um, you know, in the process of, uh, starting writing, um, uh, this book, um, uh, I want to write, you know, my own, not my own story, but like my books I'm, I have, um, I'm guided to write and, um, and I know the photo shoot for that book it will be like, it crush my whole family. <laughs> it will crush my whole family, like, uh, perspectiveness. But I will be like, you know, it's like, it's just, I'm so tired of, like, people see the beauty of life and the beauty of the body and the beauty of everything we are in such a negative, uh, denigrated uh, way. And, you know, I'm, um, like you said, like, uh, when we women, would step into our power, and we all of us are stepping into our power and do things that show that we are in our power, you know, uh, we will be able to read the vibration of the female energy to a higher level, but also uh, live more of equalness and the duality that we're all living right now. Um, you know, feel like, and especially women, within women, I feel that uh, we have to support each other more and more and more, instead of judging each other, um, I feel like sometimes um, we 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 judge a lot to ourselves you know to other women right? especially you know jealousness comes very um, very easy for women who are insecure of themselves and when they see women on their power, like it creates a lot um, conflict so I will definitely um you know encourage everyone to. Drop the jealousness of, you know, whatever you see on radio or TV and and just work inside of yourself, work from the within, like work with that inner power that you have and stand up, you know, uh, do the things that you love to do and and show up into the world and show your true magic.
2: Yes, what you were sharing makes me think of that uh, Marianne Williamson quote, Um, That's so beautiful about, you know, when we shine, we give other people permission to shine, to do the same. And what you shared, you know, one of the beautiful things about this book project was, you know, 30 powerful women coming together. And there there wasn't any of that you know, feeling that that women can often do to each other, you know, that they can tear each other down or, you know, one woman's successful and other women are jealous. It was like there is a way which, you know, as the feminine power is reawakening in the world that it's like coming together with other women and supporting us all in rising up and in stepping into our power and cheering for each other and knowing that you know, as one woman becomes successful, you know, she opens doors for each of us to find success and be in our power in our own way. And, and for me, it's like when I see a woman that has success or something that I want, I open the door and give myself permission to have that for myself. Because I think when we get jealous, it's like we feel like we can't have that. Oh, they're successful. Oh, they have an amazing family. Or, oh, I want a partnership like that. Um, The jealousy comes when it's like we don't allow ourselves to have that same enjoyment. And so when I see some other woman having great success or an amazing relationship and it's something I want, I just allow myself to... To open the space for me to receive that as well, you know, because it's, we're blocking ourselves, that woman having success or an amazing relationship or family doesn't mean I can't, Uh, it just means that for some reason I'm blocking myself from having that. So as I celebrate her and her success and allow myself to be like, what would that feel like for me? You know, it opens the door for us all to really reawaken the feminine power, which, in my opinion, we really need on the planet today. You know, more women in their power, more, a greater balance of the masculine and feminine energies in the world will bring a lot of healing to the planet.
1: Yeah, and that's just um, um, when we're talking about the female energy, we're not just talking about women that, you know, look like women, and we're talking about the female energy between. You know, within each other, female, and male, we all have the female, and male within us. So, I even, you know, I have this concept of like, I love, I love, and I encourage, and I embrace the femininity, of the equal balance of feminine and male energy and male themselves I and in mean females. You know, um, I love to see like, and, and a partner to have, they have that, they show the feminine energy like that passion, that, you know, that flurriness, that, you know, that compassion and, and that perceiving part of, you know, of, of a male partner or even as a female, you know, we have to allow ourselves to be more of the receivers than just givers too because every time we talk about female energy for everyone that doesn't that know and it's first time listening to this concept, uh, male energy is all about do, 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 give, give, give. And female energy is more about the receiving, you know, so we have balance. And um, so, yeah, if we find the balance of receiving without the guilt and without the fear and without anything, we're embracing more of our female energy. And we also allow ourselves to step more into our power, allowing to receive. Um, meaning, I don't know if you agree with me, Crystal, that just because we stepping into a power as a female doesn't mean that we're just gonna be doing everything and taking care of everything and and do 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 give 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 and forget about ourselves and receiving. You know, you have to find a balance of receiving yourself without any kind of attachment. And if somebody's even giving you a compliment, take it for God's sake and don't say, Oh yes, that's not you know, that's not enough. I can do better than that. Or uh, if somebody's giving you a gift just take it, for God's sake. And don't say, let oh, go. I don't deserve it. Allow yourself to receive. If somebody's giving you love, just receive it. You know, don't ask why that person's loving you. Just take it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Allow yourself to receive. Um, that's one of the most beautiful things about the female energy is allow yourself to receive. And if you are male out there and listen to this conversation about female male energy, allow yourself to receive, too. Um, you know? So... Let's find the balance and, and yes, and allow ourselves to uh, raise the vibration of the female energy and all the female energy step into their power in a balanced way, like Crystal was saying.
2: Yes, I totally agree. So many of my clients are women and mothers, and they're not very good at taking care of themselves. You know, they're good at taking care of everyone else. <clears throat> and there's this lack of of really nurturing themselves and, like you said, receiving. And it's so important, you know, for each one of us, like you mentioned, whether we're a man or a woman, the internal balance for each of us, masculine and feminine energy, looks different. Like you said, I was also a tomboy growing up, and so I have a very strong uh, masculine moving forward, doing, taking action, linear, organized part of me. And I have also cultivated my feminine, creative, receptive side um, as well. And so for me, that balance is going to look different than it is for you and for all of our listeners, finding that individual balance for each of us. Yeah,
1: and embrace, embrace who each we are. I have so many, um, you know, that goes with uh, with even uh, gay people. I embrace every single one of them. I'm, You know, like in the whole, and I have so many people in the community that, you know, they are bisexual, they're gay, and all that. And I am, you know, we have to allow ourselves to respect them and love them, and, and also because but when we do that, we also allow them to, Embrace who they truly are and embrace, their, you know, the female or male energy. You know, the whole universe is, you know, we have to find a balance and allow everyone to live their life and their journey. And it's just because you are fictitious and you're a boy and, you, you know, you're a boy and you have that male energy but you also like that flirtatious, don't hide it, you know. Be that loving, fictitious person you are, you know. I love to see that on a on, on male. Show me your male side. Show me your female side. And that's the most hardest thing that you can do as a person. You know, like, that's more, um, I call it like you embrace your sensuality in a different level when you truly live yourself in a balance and don't hide who you truly are and don't hide your male energy and don't hide your female energy and you just, like, live it. Live it the way it is, you know. Um, that's what, I like, when it comes to the energies.
2: Yes, and, and I totally agree that, um, you know, tapping into the, our own individual balance and expressing who we really are, to me, is beauty. It's like as we express our authentic self and our own balance of masculine and feminine and all of our unique ways of relating and
1: engaging the world, that's totally magnetic, so attractive, yeah. People um as uh, you know, love healer, um, people always come to me and they're like, Well, but I don't have a partner, well I don't have this, this and I as you know, I'm trying to attract love into my life and I am like, well, you know, you have to love you uh yourself from within out to attract a person you truly you truly uh it's right for you. Not the one that you have uh illusion about. But when you love when you find love for yourself and you respect and honor yourself and you appreciate yourself, you're also going to honor, respect the female and the male energy within you. It doesn't matter if you're a male or female. You're going to accept it. You're going to honor it because when you do that and you attract a partner into your life that honors you as, you know, as a balanced being of female and male energy, you know, And they know that you also are going to honor them as a male and female energy and balance as a whole being. Um, And she said it is very beautiful to be able to attract that into your life, you know, attract that connection um, in in your love life. So in any kind of relationship, like friends, family, or even at work, so, you know, we all have to find that balance.
2: Yes, and it, and I agree that finding that um, healing that relationship within ourselves, so that as we dr- attract people into our lives, whether they're you know romantic partners or friends or business partners or employees or employers, whatever it is that we want to attract, as we are whole and connected to ourselves, it this who is drawn to us.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah this is a topic that we can go for hours and hours and hours <laughs>
3: and,
1: yeah um, yeah it's been a beautiful topic and I love the fact that um, you know one of the things that I feel inspired and motivated uh, from your story uh, just from the beginning of the conversation is that embracing the, you are the age of a teenager where you were embracing you healing uh, qualities, and you know at age seventeen you already know yourself that you're working as a healer. Uh, that's such a blessing at that age. You know, a lot of the times we don't, we kind of like know that we are healers, but we don't. Call ourselves or because we think that we have to wear the wand and we have to live in these hermitage places. <laughs> <And> we, <laughs> yeah. and we have to do
3: this,
1: We have to do these crazy things <laughs> and like go into like a you know, a Jody's and things like that. But um, so yeah, I mean it's beautiful that you embrace it. You it ch- uh, as a kid. I mean, I I would definitely encourage everyone out there to really. I'm all about. You know, the, I don't know if you listen to all my episodes, shows, YouTube, whatever, you listen for me. You're always going to listen to me that it's all about uh, creating platform for healthy future generations for our children for the future. So any any topic or any conversation we're always going to have, we're always going to bring something that is going to help our future generations to, to embrace and to grasp and to honor them and to respect them as a the beautiful being that they're growing. And 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 allow the kids to uh to recognize that they are healers since they are children. You know. Um, I love um, like that brings you to my but uh you know the movie Frozen, my daughter loved to watch and um I always you know, I help I even talk to this with clients and students. Allow kids to believe because they have this beautiful gift of manifestation and they can manifest everything they want because they have this beauty and this gift inside of them and allow them and encourage them to be healers from a young age. And if you can have kids and bring them into meditation, into workshop, into even do exercise of healing, of energy feelings, uh, just just bring them into this uh, wall of healing, and and they it help them to embrace the imagination of of being who they are. So we can raise this bridge that we're in right now, is the bridge that it's going to help tremendously to all those future generations of new healers. And for you to be a healer at the age, you know, help people at the age of seventeen. And being consciously healer. You know, it is a uh, let work for having new parents and old parents out there help their kids younger than 17 or 10 evolve into tapping into the true healer's ability because even before 18, they feel young enough to tap into their qualities and their gift of healers because we all are. But the more we grow and i sorry, Sorry about that. But the more we grow, <laughs> the more we grow, the more uh, older we get, um, the, the more stuck we get into our life. So please encourage everyone who has a kid under the age of 18 to bring them and embrace them into the healing world, into the spiritual world, into the meditation, into working with energy and working with imagination, so they can tap into the true healing divine divinities and be the next amazing healers for the future
2: yes and i totally agree that um children you know the doorway to imagination and intuitive and healing abilities is is much more open and that like i was just on holiday with my sister and she has twins who are going to be five and I've actually already started training them with their healing abilities. Like I gave them both a Reiki attunement which is a type of energy healing when they were two years old. And um and I work with them on cultivating their magic powers and um and it is so powerful. And at the same time for any for all of the adults that are listening In my opinion, anyone who is focused on creating good in the world and is working on themselves is a healer. We all have the ability to either create or destroy life. And so when we tap into our own desire to support life and to whether it's preserving nature or rescuing animals or our own personal inner work, it's like we're activating our inner healer. And no matter what age you're at, you can do it. It's never too late that you can always begin your journey of healing, especially at this time on the planet. Uh, the door between the worlds is uh, the access is is much uh, more open and people can awaken at a much faster rate. Than any other time, like working with clients, it's like things that took me decades to learn, they can learn in a much shorter amount of time. So I totally agree that working with young children is so powerful and supportive of healing the planet and for all adults to awaken and activate their inner healer as well. It's possible for all of us, no matter what age we're at.
1: Yes, and one of the things that uh, working with kids, like that's amazing that you do it that with uh, your nieces, I try to do that with my daughter, for morning. more likes like the meditation and meditating the bathroom. You know, not just in the, the shower, <laughs> so meditating the shower every morning. That's a ritual. you know, and cultivating a ritual with the kids to make it fun and something that um, I don't care if I'm running late, and I'm always late, so everybody knows that, uh, not for appointments, but <laughs> for everything else. But I don't care if I'm running late or when I'm in the morning because it's like the ritual that my daughter and I, we have together in the morning of taking a shower, meditating, praying, singing the song, and, and just um, calling all the angels and calling the, the, you know connecting with Mother Earth. What a beautiful way to start in the morning when you are grounded in the shower with Mother Earth, receiving the water, purification. So that subconscious so ritual that we put into a kid every day, is something that my daughter will never forget. And when she went to meditate, she'll be like, oh, let's go in the shower and meditate, <laughs> you know. Like, she'll be so cute. So, like, just, just create rituals with you and your kids during the day. Like, it can take you a five-minute ritual uh, because the amazing, not just they become, like, more of a healer, but also, like, you also become a healer, but also both we will be healing, um, you know, stuff that we have been uh, inherited from the past. Like when you work together with your kids or with your family member, nieces and nephews and grandkids or anybody, uh, you're actually working together to break all those chains that we inherit from the past of all those cycles that we'll call vicious cycles all those cores, those toxic cores that they keep us like, grand, like, not even grounded, that keep us so stuck in the mud that we can't even get out. So cultivate rituals with your kids, and you will see the amazing healing you will receive every day, forever, ever and ever.
3: Yes. And, ever. and it's
1: like,
2: yes, as you mentioned, you know, it's like, it's, children are tapped into magic, and... To their imagination, and unfortunately, in some ways, the, our current school system and way of educating children often, you know, kind of squeezes that out you know, by cultivating rituals and little ceremonies with children. And you know, for me, as was talking to my niece and nephew about you know activating their their magic shield or engaging their superpowers or these things that they can relate to because of you know the television shows that they watch or the books that they read that um it will be something that they will keep doing as they um, as they grow up that it will be part of their reality like your daughter knowing that you know taking a shower can be more than just bathing the body that is a mental, energetic and spiritual process of cleansing which is such an incredible gift that you're giving her
3: it's like an
2: everyday tool that then becomes so much more than just something that has to be done, it's something that's really deeply transforming and supportive of her being her authentic self
3: uh-huh. yeah
1: and uh, there are a few shows out there that I, I I don't have to be at home. I just have computers, and I have, like, the tablet for my daughter to watch her, uh, her shows. And the only one that she really watches is Wink and Frozen. She can watch Frozen all day long. But, mm-hmm. And I love Frozen. Everybody who has to watch Frozen, you have to watch it because I tell you, I can get cool up here, okay? You watch the movie, and then I want you to find three elements of healing in that movie, and the true message that movie has hidden, is like a hidden message toward future generations and kids. I want you to tap into it, and I want you to email it to me, and if you got a ride, you're going to have a free session with me, okay? Because, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, any session you need, because honestly, that movie has important, amazing uh, message that a lot of people overlook at it. And if you find the true message of Frozen, the movie that pretty much tell you at the beginning and at the end, you will uh, you will understand what true powers and, like, what true gift of heroes is. Like, you will understand what we're talking about. So check it out. The movie is amazing. Also, Wink, uh, my daughter loves Wink with the dragon fire and all that stuff. And she, I don't know, maybe you need to if you also watch that, like, with the powers and they do the and they have very beautiful messages. Like, I was surprised because I was, oh, I don't watch, you know, I don't want her baby Dora, maybe Curious George. And um, when she was watching with the wink, you know, even though there's like a little, like, sort of like kid, teenage, not teenager, but like in that age between, you know, five to ten. But they have these uh, beautiful messages about, you know, you have to believe in yourself, you have your inner power. You know, good is always, you know, always revelate you know, always going to step on onto uh, the game. Like in the bad, we're always going to win, you know, the good is always going to win the bad. And it's things like that. And, and sometimes when even I have my own self doubt, my daughter's like, Mom, don't think like that. You can't do it. You can't. Defeat all those bad horses. <laughs> I'm like, like she like, she looks like me. Like, she talked to me like I am really, you know, she's my like coach by that because she's like, Mommy, you can't do it. Don't defeat yourself. Get yourself in power. I'm like, oh, gosh.
3: <laughs> That's <laughs> great. What a, what a
1: gift.
2: <laughs> You're giving
3: her, you know, yes. that it's like that
2: you're that she's getting that from a really young age. I mean, I know for me, it was like I was not supported that way as a child, so I can't imagine, you know, like for my niece and nephew and for your daughter, it's like getting this kind of support and these messages from being a young child. Oh my gosh, it's like they're gonna have to do a lot less therapy and transformational healing work just to get to
1: to ground zero
2: yeah
3: yeah
1: amazing it's just uh it's just amazing well we can keep talking but our show is gonna shut me down in a minute <laughs> so i have i have been such an honor and pleasure crystal please tell us where we can find you if anybody wants to work with you um uh, tell us your website and any information you want to share Uh, before we say final bye. I'm just going to say bye for everyone right now so you can take over and then I love you all guys and Crystal, you can share.
2: Okay, thank you. Um, Yes, for anyone who would like more information on me and my body of work, I support women to make a living and make a difference doing what you love. And I also support women who are not entrepreneurs but women who really want to tap into their passion and ignite their passion in the world, whether they're a stay-at-home mom or they're an entrepreneur or a healer, to really activate their gifts and talents in the world and make a difference. Because in my opinion, we need more fully activated healers, women and men, who are supporting the healing transformation that's happening on the planet. So my website is Christelle Arcucci, and that's C H R I S T E L A R C U C C I dot com. And once you get to that page, you can go to the Work with Me page and fill out an application for a free breakthrough session with with me, which will support you in tapping into where you are, where you'd like to be, and how I maybe I'll support you in engaging your passion and turning it into prosperity. And again, my website is ChristelleArcucci.com,
3: C-H-R-I-S-T-E-L-A-R-C-U-C-C-I.com.
2: And thank you so much for having me here today and for supporting us all with this book project and doing all these interviews.
1: Oh, thank you, Christelle. My pleasure. you know, as a platform, is, it's about bringing everyone as amazing healers, mentors, and coaches. So everybody share amazing tools because we want everyone to break free and claim their true divinity. So, with that being said, I love you all, guys, today. Thank you for joining us and have a wonderful, beautiful rest of the week and have fun. And uh, it seems like it's summer everywhere in the United States now. So, enjoy your uh, summer days, after Memorial Day. Have fun and just uh, live life, love more, live love, and be loved. Love you all, guys. Bye bye.
3: Choosing an energy company raises many questions. Constellation can answer all of them with energy solutions that fit your needs. Energy made efficient, simple, insightful, and flexible. That's what makes Constellation America's energy choice. Learn more at constellation.com slash energy.
0: Up to 70% off. That's right, at Court Furniture Clearance Center. Get up to 70% off new retail prices and choose from a wide variety of previously leased furniture and decor for your home or office. Sofas from $199.99, bedroom sets from $399.99, dining sets from $299.99, and more. All items are court certified, guaranteed, and in stock, ready for delivery or to take home today. Make the smart choice and visit one of our five locations in the DMV or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off.